Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What is going on, you guys? It is August 30th already of 2023. Somehow, someway, Rick Uccino in for the birthday boy, Sean Rossap tonight. He's out enjoying himself. Hopefully, he has turned the cell phone off. He's not working for once in his life, and he can enjoy uh, a fine evening. I think he's out at some big concert show. I think I saw photos of some 41 or, or something that he was going out. So hopefully, he's enjoying his time. I think I speak for everybody here when we wish Sean a, uh, a very happy uh, 29th birthday or however the hell old he is. I'm just going to take a guess. And uh, you know what? If you want to do something nice for Sean for his birthday, for, for all of the hard work and great stuff that he does for all of us, right? Like we wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for Sean. Just subscribe if you haven't already to Fightful Select. $5 every month for all of Sean's great work, the best scoops in the business, right? And, I mean, you can't even get a Big Mac and a Coke for $5 anymore. I mean, like, Fightful Select is the true value meal of wrestling media these days. Go out there and get it. It's the best five bucks you can spend. Wish Sean a happy birthday by doing so. Alex Palowski is here as well. How are you doing, good sir? Um... Uh, I'm, I'm a little under the weather, but, uh, just like, uh, orange Cassidy, I'm fighting through it, <laughs> fighting through it. Um, I, I hurt, I'm tired. Um, I'm sick. Do you have a catchphrase. I'm old. I do not have a catchphrase. Well, I do actually. The catchphrase is everything sucks. And <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily apropos for, uh, for what we're seeing in a W right now. Although, uh, certainly the backstage situation sucks. Mm. Talk about yeah. that, I guess. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot about that because, again, man, if you ignore history, it is doomed to repeat itself. And once again, it feels like we have uh, we're in the exact same situation we were almost a year ago to this day coming off of a big show. The biggest show in AEW history, the largest paid attendance, and that's a shoot in for a wrestling show ever. 
and we're talking about CM Punk pancaking somebody and putting somebody in a chokehold before his match. We'll talk all about that. We'll run down the entirety of the show. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Send those in. We will, if, if you want, go off in the comment section as much as you want. If you want your comment guaranteed to be read on the show, it's got to be in the form of a super chat or a humper chat. Uh, like uh, Tom Lee Valley here saying, nice to see you, Rick. Nice to not see you, but I'm glad you're watching. And uh, he says, Alex, uh, hope you are healing somehow. Uh, Jay Denson saying shout out to the Fightful Faithful and the SGS and to Alex for giving the best takes in wrestling. I was wondering, why is Athena the only Ring of Honor champ never on Dynamite or AEW pay-per-views? Is he missing something there, Alex? Um, no, she's not missing anything. I, I don't understand why she's not like, I mean, she's, she's, uh, I, uh, she's got to be male or female in your top three wrestlers of the year right now. She's doing amazing work. Um, she's, she's, she's doing fantastic stuff over in ROH and they seem to be bleeding more and more stuff from ROH into AEW, but never Athena. And I, I, I question why, because uh, she's she's just outstanding and at the top of her game and it, it it sucks that she's doing it weekly to an audience of like you know a couple thousand subscribers mm-hmm. to 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 honor club yeah man um look and it just it's another one of those things that just kind of adds on to the ongoing theme of lack of time lack of um you know just almost seeming like the women's division is never really the top priority or never even really a priority. I mean, even going back to all in, which I think was incredible from start to finish, you had one women's match on the card out of 12 for the night. And outside of the two buy-in matches, it was the shortest one of the night. Like they, they gave all the ladies, the pomp and circumstance. They spent Mm -hmm. a ton of money on songs. Like they made it up. Like it was a huge deal, big moment for Soraya, but still it got the least amount of time on the card when it's the only women's match. Like you, did you do that on purpose? Cause Tony's big answer when he was asked about this is, well, it was all about pacing and everything was paced out perfectly and gave us the triple H answer of, you couldn't really add another match on this card. You could have though. You, you really could have. Like, I don't know. I just, just if you're going to have one women's match on the card, maybe make sure it's like somewhere in the middle as far as like time yeah. restraints are concerned. Because yeah. you're just you're just opening yourself up to more of those. Questions. Particularly if it's a four pack, usually those last a little longer because you have an opportunity to stretch things out when somebody's on the outside. Everybody like you have an opportunity. It's sure. what, like uh, eight, eight, 11 minutes. Was that what it, 11 minutes? And it just no, didn't... it was eight, eight, eight minutes and 45 seconds. Wow. I think it was the because I want I'm not sure on the trios championship match. It might have been the only one that on the main roster that did not get double digit minutes. Yeah. Not great. Now I remember all out last year thinking that Athena and Jade Cargill went did not get anywhere near enough time. And it right. turns out they had more time and it just went, they just ended the match short. So right. I don't know if it's a situation like that where they had more time and the match just mm. naturally ended where it did, but I don't yeah. know. I try to look at things from all sides, but it is what it is. Uh, so far, I think what well, we only have one women's match on the card for uh, All Out as well. So maybe, yeah, maybe we'll get another one. Maybe, I, Alex. I look at this card. I look at this card, and we'll get to CM Punk and and all of this stuff. But 
uh, that happened on Dynamite tonight. But I do want to take a moment to look at this all-out card. It was it was kind of a thing that I think a lot of us were worried about doing all-in, big show, a week ahead of all-out. On paper, like, this card seems fine. There's some really great matches that are going to happen on this card. I think Luchasaurus and Darby Allen's going to be great. Orange Cassidy and John Moxley uh, intrigues the hell out of me. Kenny Omega, Kenoshne Takeshna, Bullet Club Gold versus FTR and the Young Bucks, like we found out. Adam Cole and MJF are going to be defending their tag titles. Samoa Joe is going to be on the card. I'm never going to scream at that, but it just feels like there's something missing from right. this card. Well, the thing, you, the thing that's missing almost certainly is CM Punk defending the mm-hmm. real world championship against Ricky Starks in Chicago. That to me is what is missing. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain that was the plan for the main event of all out. I don't think MJF was ever, was ever supposed to defend his belt two weeks in a row uh, because the only thing you can really do in that kind of time is just do a straight rematch from Adam Cole from yeah. one week to the next. And they didn't set that up at all. So you're not doing that. So you're doing something else with it. So the, the actual main event, I'm sure, was supposed to be CM Punk versus Ricky Starks. And we're not getting that anymore. And it looks like Ricky Starks isn't it factored in anything this weekend. Uh, he wasn't listed on anything for Collision or Rampage. He wasn't on the show tonight. So that really sucks for Ricky Starks. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things once you start going down the list of, well, why is it like the, the tag titles? Listen, you're never going to get me to complain about seeing uh, FTR and the Young Bucks teaming together against yeah. Bullet Club Gold. However, I I can quibble with it considering the tag belts aren't being defended. Now, the <laughs> ROH tag belts are being defended against not the team that seems primed to go after those tag belts in the kingdom because the mm-hmm. kingdom isn't even in the battle Royal on Friday to determine <laughs> who's facing MJF and Adam Cole on Sunday. A lot of things you can quibble with. I love the idea of getting to see Samoa Joe beat a, and, and Shane Taylor beat on each other, but that's an ROH belt. Like it, sh- like it does feel like we're, we're creeping more and more ROH stuff into AEW yeah. things. And it, it, it it's it. There, I'm of two minds on this. I think the card is it, the the matches are going to end up being great because sure, I yes. always trust in the talent. But I I I it goes back to as soon as they announced we're going to do all in one weekend and the following weekend we're going to do all out. I was like that's not that's not a good idea because you don't unless you are actively booking stuff for only all out and they did like three matches that way like the yeah. Miro Hobbs one and the TBS title and Darby versus Luchasaurus. But everything else feels like it needed to be built from all in. And when you have when the thing coming out of all in is a backstage brawl that removes your main event from all out, you have problems. Yeah, technically, Tony Khan has five world titles. If you want to count CM Punk's real world championship at his disposal and none of them are being defended on this card like. I, I, Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castagnoli should I mean, have been that like, seems like slam something dunk. you can just you can slide that in and go listen we're really sorry you don't get the thing that we that everybody thought you were getting however yeah. how's this that you thought you weren't getting and and I would argue make it the moment the people who have bought tickets to all out think they're going to see CM Punk or whatever if you have actually have Eddie Kingston beat Claudio Oh. In, in in at all out like that 
after that incredible decade plus of the story, if the culmination is there, people will forget about the thing they didn't get to see and will be raving about the thing they thought they weren't going to get to see, but they did. Uh, Caden Lee saying, uh, this card is making me reconsider my travel plans. Uh, Jay Denson saying, I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I mean, uh, Caden, you're talking to a guy who's driving to Pittsburgh uh, for payback on Saturday and then is driving over to Chicago uh, to watch All Out on Sunday. And I'm sitting here going, mm, yeah. I don't know if it's worth the drive, but I'm going to go anyway because uh, yeah. I do love going to live shows anytime that I can. Yeah. Uh, Jay Denson sending in a, uh, a humper chat saying, shock there was not heavy and rabbit punk chance tonight. Uh, Triple Canadian Destroyers tonight and uh, Brian Keith on TV finally. Uh, right. Soraya also wrestling four times this month. Guess she's doing better. Also, Sheeta versus Britt and possibly Tony versus Soraya for all out. I got to believe, uh, just going off that last one, um, Alex, I got to believe there's going to be another women's matchup. Something, it was teased tonight with Sheeta and Britt, which we'll get into. Soraya possibly even defending her championship. That's an easy world title match you could do one-on-one with Tony, possibly. They, they announced that trip, uh, the trios match for, for collision on Saturday. Maybe they add something here last minute to kind of boost this card up. You got to get one of your world titles on this card. Yeah, that's 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 a tough one. I I don't I don't know. I'm looking at what they're what they're doing with certain things, and I think it's a no brainer to try and figure out a way to get um, uh, Soraya versus Tony Storm one on one. But I I don't think it. I don't think you can actually do the the trios match they're doing on Collision. Soraya wrestling in back-to-back nights just feels like she's 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 doing more, but yeah. still she feels very brittle. You know what I mean? Like I I I am I am I don't know if you can if you can count on that being a thing. But well, here's the thing: it's a trios match. She doesn't even have to get into the damn match, right? She can just she can just stand no, on the no, apron, that's, pull that's the wrong fine. Rousey. No, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, also that so, they actively broke up the outcasts. Yeah. Like Tony Storm talking about now, I don't have any friends. Yeah, yes, I can't you trust do. anybody. Yeah, yes, you do, says Tony Khan. You're tagging with them. You're still you're still still have friends <laughs> because I put you in a in a trios match for collision, which doesn't make a lot of sense considering the, the build they've been doing and actually having Tony saying that she doesn't have friends anymore. So it's yeah. Yeah. Uh Jamal throwing in a super chat saying so no world title, women's world title or tag team titles being defended. Uh Eddie Kingston versus Claudio uh would have been the perfect replacement for Punk versus Starks. Can't argue perfect. with you there. Again, though, we have a live collision on Saturday. Maybe they do some kind of angle on Rampage. Hell, maybe they even just announce it on uh social. I honestly thought they were going to announce it uh with the segment that we saw tonight, which we'll get to yeah. coming up here uh in a little bit. Uh, Ricardo, the firefly says no more talk about punk, anything else, please. And I think going back to the last super chat, uh, Alex, I kind of think that's, that's part of why we didn't get the rabbits CM punk chance tonight. I feel like there is real punk fatigue after everything that went down this weekend. Even, even in Chicago. I mean, I, I certainly thought we would get here a smattering of it because listen, just, just, just scrolling through. X. Um, all I can see, uh, there's there's a, a, a very vocal sub-minority of absolute like punkistans, like that mm-hmm. believe the man can do no wrong. That's a giant conspiracy against him, don't you know? Um, and I would think that where those 
those people would would be more most prevalent would be in Chicago. And yeah. and if we're if we're not getting a, a vocal CM Punk stuff, or if they were incredibly good at drowning it out with with whatever you know uh, production stuff they were doing, um, yeah, just it did feel odd. Um, and and here here's the thing: I am perfectly willing to not talk about Punk at all from here on out for the rest of the show. If you if you if you super chat humper chat stuff for us to talk about. I'll do it. I'm perfectly fine moving on because yeah. guess what? That's what AEW has to do. At least in the short term, they have to move on and do something different this weekend. Yeah. And I'm look, I'll say this much because Sean put out another huge rundown on it tonight. Uh, again, Fightful select $5. Uh, if you, if you want to check out what Sean reported, I mean, ran down everything from what allegedly happened from punk side, what allegedly happened from Jack Perry's side, the, the Miro punk thing, what Tony Khan actually saw. Did he get hit with monitors? Uh, it, it was all right there. It's just mind boggling to me that this would happen moments before the opening contest of AEW's biggest shows that punk would allow that to get under his skin that much that he would allegedly do what he did and confront Jack Perry. It's mind boggling to me. Um, and the person I feel the worst for out of this entire thing is Ricky Starks because Ricky Starks is the one who's getting screwed over the most out of all of this because he was going to have this big match along with the fans of Chicago who wanted to see CM Punk and it doesn't look like that's going to happen uh, all out weekend. So uh, I'm sure Tony Khan is going to get asked about it uh, tomorrow. He's going to be doing his uh, all out uh, media call at 2 p.m. Eastern time. I'll be on it. I believe Sean Rossap is going to be on it as well or somebody from FIFA will be on it. Uh, so we'll see what Tony has to say, because I am guarantee you he's going to get asked about it. Uh, continue to send in your super chats and uh, your humper chats. Uh, Eloquent saying the build always lacks, but shows always deliver. I don't know if I go with the build always lacks, but I will say most of the time uh, the uh, they definitely do deliver as far as uh, in-ring is concerned is for sure. Um, Mordecai saying uh, there were signs that mocked punk in chicago yeah that's how tired they are i did see the one i forget what it says it was like uh something about punk like always having fits or something like that i can't remember which what it said verbatim but uh yeah i thought that one that, again a little bit uh a little bit surprising uh, <laughs> matthew hook says uh shibata kingston versus uh claudio yuda all out now oh so did we just get a uh yeah a we got a little thing announced so so that's that's good That'll okay. that'll be a good match. It it's sure. not certainly not Kingston versus Claudio, but maybe we're getting Kingston versus Claudio at Grand Slam or yeah. the next ROH show. Um, the the one that I've always been uh, thinking is just an easy slam dunk is Moxley beating OC at All Out and Kingston versus Moxley at Grand Slam, and you have uh, Kingston win that match versus Moxley in New York. To that incredible ovation in that amazing uh, place uh, seems like a slam dunk. But, you know, whenever I throw up the alley oops, Tony Khan never seems to go up and want to dunk it. So <laughs> I don't know. Does Tony have hops? Can he jump up and dunk it? I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about John Moxley and Orange Cassidy. Um, them, I would not like, here's the question about this all out. Like, what's your main event? Like the way that, that the is. go home angle was set up tonight. I feel yeah. like this is it. It's I feel so like obvious. it's Moxley and it's Orange Cassidy. And I, as much as I can sit here and I complain that we don't have world title matches on the card this weekend, 
the fact that the TNT championship and the TBS championship and the international title are going to get major showcases. I am a fan of that. Uh, Tony Khan is doing a good job right now of making all three of his men's singles titles. The mm. ones that count anyway, feel like they mean yeah. something, yeah. Uh, especially with Orange Cassidy tonight. We get oh, to open the show, Alex. We get Mox versus Commander. I thought this was a, a pretty good opening contest. Uh, oh. I give I give everybody who wrestled, especially in the stadium stampede match on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the credit in the world for going out there and performing again tonight. Just two days later, you had travel issues. Um, Tony Khan said he had to reshape this card tonight because uh, several people came down ill. Um, also people have been given time off, uh, you know, for, uh, um, the unfortunate situation surrounding the passing of Bray Wyatt. So there was a lot of juggling and shuffling that Tony Khan had to do tonight. And I think he delivered a pretty good show. Yeah. Uh, Moxley gets the win tonight with a rear naked sleeper that he went into the, uh, Juju Katami and, uh, forced uh, commander to tap out. What did you think of the opening contest tonight? Um, I liked it a lot. Um, commander was, uh, got a lot more offense in without having to resort to rope walking stuff uh he still did it but um but a lot of it was like it, i did not have him doing um the elevated gut buster that was a really cool thing that i did not think that he was gonna do yeah. um having him come out with uh, aberrantes like th that's like another little thing like if we're not if if uh you know phoenix being written out of this angle for uh for all in but he's he's still around so yeah. like maybe we'll maybe that being kind of a, a trios thing if Pac is out for a while um the the death triangle being uh being replaced by the the trio of penta phoenix and commander i wouldn't i wouldn't have a problem with i love watching all those guys work they're all different in different ways uh this match was a lot of fun uh you you knew moxley was winning uh i did appreciate um commander saying i'm not you're not going to choke me out i'm going to figure out a way out of this and moxie being like well screw you then i'm going to break your arm <laughs> and commander yes. immediately tapping out like nope 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 yep. i don't want this yeah i wasn't was ready fun. i was not prepared i was not ready for this one uh yeah. i do love that you know all the members of the blackpool combat club seem to have adapted that daniel bryan philosophy yeah. of just win a match any way that you can absolutely um, i love that brian danielson uh will win 20 different matches in 20 different ways. And all of these guys have kind of like adapted that philosophy, which really kind of helps just add that element to them of being a group that really lives and trains and thinks alike. Uh, so I think that was a, that was a nice little touch there. Uh, afterwards, we get Orange Cassidy in a backstage segment saying that, um, look, he, he's not taking any breaks. He's going to keep defending the championship. He's not the same Orange Cassidy th that he was four years ago. And he's going to show Mox why, uh, as long as he defeated or at least defended his championship in the main event tonight. So let, let's go ahead and go there. Let's jump around here a little bit just since, so we can tie everything together here as soon as I can get to my back notes here. So it's Orange Cassidy against Penta. Uh, and again, another really great matchup. There was a lot of wildness that went on in this one. Um, you had these guys tr trading Canadian destroyers like left and right. And there's that old school mentality of me going, can we sell it just a little bit? But at the same time, it was cool as hell to watch. Um, you know, these guys going Orange Cassidy, the evolution of him over the last few years has been absolutely spectacular. There was that point in the match, and I love commentary calling on it, where he's like doing his little slow 
mind game stuff where he's, you know, that used to be, oh, I'm just lazy and this, that, and the other thing. And now it's just, I'm just trying to buy time because I'm out of breath and I'm trying to yeah. figure out what the hell I'm going to do to beat you. Yep. And Cassidy ends up getting hit with two massive fear factors. I legitimately, for a second, thought the one on the apron killed him. Like, I thought he was out. He gets hit with another one. Somehow he kicks out, and then he gets the crucifix pin for the win. And then Alex, afterwards, the man asks for a chair. Yep. Sits down with a microphone in his hand. Yeah. And cuts this incredibly passionate promo about how this thing, the, his international championship, means the most to him. This is what AEW is supposed to be about, is showcasing guys like me who were told we're too skinny, we're too short, we're too different. I'm freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, and I don't have a catchphrase. And he slams the yep. microphone mm -hmm. down emphatically and then ends up staring off with John Moxley uh, as he came down to the ring. Kind of like shoved Orange Cassidy a little bit just to try to punk him out. Cassidy was like, whatever, man, just bring it. I don't care. I love, 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 love the evolution of Orange Cassidy as a character, as a performer, as an in-ring performer. Everything about this was perfect go home angle which makes me believe this match is main eventing yeah no it it kind of if you're going to run this angle on your go home dynamite you kind of you know have to main event with it it's uh it's i i can't see anything else on there they they could have if they had actually really done a lot of work today um they could you could sell me on kenny omega versus Takeshita. mm-hmm as a main event because Kenny is such a major force uh, in the company and Takeshita being the guy who's his heir apparent um, that could be something, but not, not after this promo, not mm -hmm. after this thing. Um, I, I, I think also Moxley is, it has, is proven Moxley is the guy that TK turns to when, 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 oh, yeah. when things go belly up, like he's, he's the guy, no, you're going to go out there with, a, with our workhorse champion and you guys are going to tear it up. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You guys, I'm going to give you guys a bunch of time. Moxley, at the end of the night, you're going to kill him. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think that that this is a is a the when he says like I got to sit down because I can't give him my promo standing up because I hurt because I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. Everything he does, like they've 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 done continuation of like he hurt his hand punching a trio's belt when he was fighting like buddy Matthews months ago. And he yeah. still has the hand taped up. They are like stacking injuries on top of injuries on mm -hmm. top of injuries. And he is so beat up that eventually he, you're going to come up, come up against a guy who you can't sneak a win out on because you, you got a, 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 a clever roll up when he wasn't paying attention after you kicked out of the second fear factor. Like yeah. Pento wasn't paying attention and he, and he got caught. Mm -hmm. Moxley's not going to get caught. I think there's uh, probably there's going to be a spot where you think Mox is about to get caught, but Mox is going to kick out and then Moxley's really going to hurt him. Yeah. Like, there, there's some really good stuff there. Um, who, of all the people that Orange Cassidy has beaten, nobody's like John Moxley because mm -mm. John Moxley's one of a kind on this roster and, and a pissed off John Moxley. No, 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 no. Orange Cassidy can't slip by him. And maybe somehow if you do that, well, that solidifies him forever. As, yeah. as what it was uh, forever. But also, I would argue his reign has been long enough with enough amazing matches that this is a perfect way for him to go out on his sword against a guy who is like John Moxley, who will who just beat you into submission.
yeah, yeah that's gotta be it. And that's what I kind of want. Like, I don't want Cassidy to, you know, I, I want the ref to kind of have to step in and basically save Cassidy's life in this situation. Yeah. Like, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, there's going to come a point where he tries to slip him. And then that's really going to send Moxley off because Moxley's going to come into this like a shark who smells blood in the water. And he's just going to beat on every single one of those injuries and really tell the story of the match. And Orange just is not going to give up because he's now told us and now shown us that's who he is. So after he almost gets Moxley, after he almost catches him in one of those roll ups, just John go full UFC. I'm going to beat yeah. your head in with my elbow until the ref yeah. tells me to stop and then raises yeah. my arm. Like, I think that's the finish that makes the most sense. Me too. Uh, let's see here. Got some more uh, super chats. Uh, we got Peter Davies saying uh, Orange versus Mox should main event. This is the big match. Orange's promo was great. Great match again tonight. Uh, when things go wrong, like Alex said, TK turns to Mox, uh, and yep. now he is he is turning to Orange. Uh, Coy Stalling saying Orange Cassidy top five wrestler of the year? Question mark. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you 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 couldn't have him right up there. He's the, just the 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 different opponents he's faced, the different styles he's wrestled. Just mm -hmm. as I say, I love the gimmick of this is a guy who's going to go out there and he's and he's just he's just literally stacking injuries on top of each other, and he's and he's he's selling stuff from from weeks, months ago in current matches that will then whatever happens in this match will will lead to the next one. I, I think that's great when you have a um, when you have a a reign where um where almost none of the defenses are story based yeah. um that it's just random people who get title shots it, it the the success of it depends entirely on the uniqueness of the champion and what he can do and that's why orange cassidy has had knocked this out of the park so many times uh, people will 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 look at different reigns throughout and go like yeah but there's no stories for these things people just being booked into these matches the matches are always great but i don't know there's something missing and the something missing is those people who are champions are not orange cassidy who finds a way to make every match unique and 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 keep him moving through this the story is him and and all of these people are, are chapters within it. And finally, he has found the through line to lead to his demise as champion, I think. Yeah. And I think it'd be great. Yeah, um, 100%. And look, again, the, the evolution of Orange Cassidy has been great. To go from a guy who first got there who had to be, like, begged into trying into his matches, and now he's the guy who's saying, yes. you're going to have to kill me to take this yes. championship yes. from me? Yes. That is character evolution at its finest. Uh, real quick, though, got to get a word from uh, the birthday boy here. NordVPN.com slash Fightful is great. How great? How about this? You're going to save money on it if you buy as many pay-per-views as I do. And I buy a lot, man. I'm not going to say what kind. That's for you to determine. But I got a great deal with NordVPN. Used it before they even worked with us. Got 70% off my deal. Got an additional month free, 30-day money-back guarantee. Works on all my devices. I have it on this computer. I have it on this phone. Have it on the router that's sitting right over there. The TV that's up against the wall. The laptop that's downstairs. It's on all those devices, and it works on all those. And I can do that and have online threat protection, avoiding pop-up ads, malware, all that stuff. Online trackers. But... 
you can change your virtual location with just one click with nordvpn.com slash fightful subscribe to services overseas or get those pay-per-views at the international rate check it out nordvpn.com slash fightful Thank you so much, Sean. We appreciate everybody who is uh, tuning in tonight on the AEW Dynamite Review Show. Rick Uchino in for the birthday boy tonight. Alex Palowski here. Uh, As always, make sure to get your Super Chats in. Get your Humper Chats in. Give this video a like, by the way. If you haven't subscribed yet to the Fightful YouTube channel, please go ahead and do that as well. Believe me, it it is worth the quick little click and those thumbs up, by the way, if like all 855 people, now 56 people give us a thumbs up, my goodness, that just really drives up our viewership, and we really greatly appreciate your support. Um, got a super chat here from uh, Andrew H. Um, apologies if I don't get the reference. You may need to help me out on this one, Alex. Uh, Glassy Freddie Blassie, we not playing this anymore, question mark. Yeah, uh, Tuesdays, uh, we do puns uh, on, on the Post NXT show with me and Kate uh, Elizabeth. <laughs> Uh, last night uh, was uh, glass puns, things made of glass. Mm. We had a couple of mirror references, which were really gotcha. fun. And uh, glassy Freddie Blassie is uh, one of my favorites. Thank you. Okay, buddy. gotcha. Okay, that makes total sense now. I get it. I'm sitting here, I'm staring at this, and I'm like, I know. I, d- no, I don't no. get it. I don't get it. I'm going to ask it, and hopefully you have the answer, and I'm glad we you have the We are an acquired answer. taste. That is for sure. <laughs> Uh, last night I was just exhausted and passed the oh. hell out is what I did. Uh, backstage at All In, we see FTR and the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks are uh, soaking in their loss on the evening. FTR breaks into the the locker room there and asks why they were left hanging. They wanted to show some respect. Young Bucks took off. Uh, Young Bucks basically say, look, man, we were disappointed. That was our bad. You know, heat of the moment. Got to them. And I actually kind of liked this, right? Because it, it made it seem like the rivalry rivalry was going to keep going. There was some bad blood there still. And really, it just turned out to be a human nature kind of thing, where it was like, look, we yeah. were pissed off. The moment got the best of us. We were embarrassed in front of 81,000 people is what it is. And then you get Bullet Club Gold, who uh, interrupts cardboard cutout in hand, and that sets up this big eight-man tag match. Look, um. If you're going to try to pad a card because things have had to change injuries and circumstances like this, I understand being a little miffed that the tag team titles may not be on this card. Uh, I, I ain't mad at this. I ain't mad at this eight man for sure. Mm-mm. No, there's, and because of all that history you have between FTR and the bucks, uh, this is, this is my kind of, can they coexist match? Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it sure. but it should be a lot, of, a lot of fun. It's going to be a crazy AEW eight man tag. And uh, listen, I was not the biggest, you Lord knows, I was not the biggest fan of the guns of the ass boys. Uh, but they have really, really started to show me something. I love them as part of the, of the, uh, the quartet with, uh, with Juice and Jay White. Um, so this is going to be, this is one of the matches I'm looking forward to the most on the card. And if you, if like the, 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 I, the concept of FTR and the young bucks teaming up was not even on my radar before tonight. And Mm -hmm. I'm so, so happy to see it. Yeah. I can't agree with you more on, uh, the guns, man. Like I, I, I always felt like there was some potential. There was some talent there, but there was like nothing that really seemed to fit. They didn't, they didn't fit in with their own dad. Cause they're like different. They look like their dad, but they're very different from their dad at the same time. So who would have thought that Billy would have mixed more better with the acclaimed and then the young guns mix in better with Jay White right. and Juice Robinson, but it does. And it's all about just kind of finding 
good on Tony Khan and the creative team over there at AEW for finding a, a puzzle that the guns fit into nicely. And it, it does. Bullet Club Gold is working. Yeah, 100%. absolutely. We get a recap of Soraya's win at All In, beating Tony Storm, using the spray paint. And then we get a backstage segment with Renee and Tony Storm. And Tony is distraught uh is the best way that i can put it she says she's happy for soraya uh but that she she went off script from her performance and uh tony's performance anyway at all in she can't trust soraya she can't trust ruby she can't trust Sheeta or Britt. paul turner should be sacked alex yes he should be sacked. and then she says all in went tits up which almost mm -hmm. made uh renee completely break yeah and then tony storms off and chucks a shoe at renee I could not love this segment anymore. I adore what Tony is doing. Um, it, it makes me uh, interested to see this this trios match on Saturday after I get to watch it back because I'm going to be at Payback, which is happening at the same time. But, man, whatever Tony, th this whole thing that Tony's doing is just working, and I, I hope she continues to do it for a long time. It is uh, one of my favorite gimmicks running currently anywhere in the world. I just the idea of her uh, like like completely uh broken by losing the title and reverting to some weird like mid-century Hollywood starlet gone to seed it's 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 so good I love everything about it um I'm I'm hoping that uh her being you know pinned and you know uh, like pinned via cheating by yeah. her best friend Soraya to, to put the title on Soraya leads to more and more and more screen time for Tony Storm because not only is she great in the ring, prove that over and over again, but there was a, a lot of like, yeah, but like, I don't know, is she is she interesting enough as a, as a, as a character? And then and she's like, well, okay, hold my martini glass is what she said <laughs> because this is this is great. I I I cannot wait to see more and more and more of this. Yeah, look, I. I agree with you. Like she's a two-time AEW women's champion yet. This is the most interesting and that she's been as a character. And I think this is the most invested. The audience has been in her and it's almost like she's going to force Tony's hand, Tony Khan to make sure that she is on TV multiple times a week, which she's going to be now. Um, I, again, I'm hoping that, and as much as I say this, knowing that that trios match may get cut down or may not even happen as far as time wise, you could easily have Soraya walk out on Tony in that match, have Tony, you know, lose right. that match, save save Soraya from having to wrestle back to back nights and then set up a women's title match one on one Soraya versus uh, Tony on Sunday. I would love for that to yeah. be the direction. And I hope that's the direction that they go in. Um, but we uh, we shall see. Uh, we, we do have a super chat on this, by the way, before I move on. Uh, Tony Storm might be the best thing going on in wrestling right now, says JP. This is actually a Humper chat, by the way. Uh, this new version of her is wonderful. And Jake Nile with one for you here, uh, Alex. We're the Glass Boys. Billy Glass and the Glass Boys. <laughs> See, it's fun. Puns are fun. fun. I love that. I, 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 punny times for all. Uh, your boy, Chris Jericho. Alex came down to the ring tonight. Yep. I actually had somebody reach out on Twitter saying this is going to be an interesting dynamic. Uh, me trying to convince you that this was a good in-ring segment tonight. And I, um, I hate to disappoint, 
<laughs> but uh, I'm going to be on Team Alex on this one. This mm. one kind of put me to sleep uh, a little yeah. bit, especially early on. Jericho came down. He just seemed tired. And I don't blame him for being right. tired. Right, right. But, like, he's talking about All In and what a spectacle it was. 81,000 people made sure to say that that was a shoot number, baby. Baby! <laughs> he calls out, you know, Sammy Guevara. And he's talking about, hey, you know, I thought maybe you didn't do, you know, everything. You know. I'm yep. sorry. Just the pacing of everything yeah. of this and the energy yep. behind it. It was putting nope. the crowd to sleep. They were not into it. Nope. Finally, they get going here a little bit and they right. get to the meat of the in the heart of the order as they start just, you know, airing some grievances between each other. And there were some good lines in there. You know, Chris says, hey, follow my advice and you'll actually get on the all in card next year. Sammy says, yeah, and I'll make sure to pay attention to everything that you did so I don't get there and lose. Right. And then Chris is talking about, well, hey, well, learn from me. You won't lose at your next opportunity for the AEW World Championship. And then Sammy yep. brings up the steakhouse incident, which I thought was a really good line. Yep. And then they just hug it out and they say, hey, let's go after the yep. tag team titles. Like, that was that was where this I was like, I was watching this going as soon as it started sniping back and forth. I was like, oh, OK, so we're going to we're going to do the big final. Well, not final, but the because I'm sure they'll do three or four of these. But eventually, we're definitely getting these two breaking up and a Sammy Guevara versus Chris Jericho thing. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, they're going to add that to All Out. Because that is a, like, if you look at the, sto the, 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 the story of AEW, mm -hmm. one through line that is consistent through the entire thing is Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. And eventually that's going to have to fall apart. And if the, if the first match of that st of that story beat happens at all out, at least that's a major match in the history of, a of AEW. As much as I don't like Jericho, that is the story they've been telling this whole time with Jericho and Sammy Guevara. So I thought, okay, at least they're going to do that at all out. Like, let's have a tag team title match next week. And I was like, oh, God. so you're going to lose that title. Then you're going to turn on each other or are you going to hug it out again and then do another one of these the following week? This is the longest, this is the <laughs> most prolonged breakup since me and I won't mention her name in college. Like, honestly, like it just, at this point, just cut all the ties. Now, did they say they were getting a tag title match, or did they say they were going to get like uh, have a match to hopefully get an opportunity? No, to no, tag? they are they are facing okay FTR next week mm. on Dynamite. They said there's we're mm. just going to do it. We're we're facing and and because Jericho can do it, he's going to do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And uh, we did get a little another little wrinkle to this later on. Uh, Renee Young was backstage with Sammy, and before Sammy could even talk, uh, yeah. they're interrupted by Don Callis. Uh, Don Callis says, Hey, it's hard being Chris's friend calls him a sociopath. And then Sammy, like, Don says some weird line. He's like, Oh, by the way, I heard you were pregnant. Hey, congratulations. I just found that out. And that's when Sammy basically told him to shut the hell up and get lost. Even this was kind of weird. Like I know Don is trying to interject and, and like that didn't make sense to me because Don interjecting should only happen when those two are at their strongest, not when they're already like, pretty much at the point of breaking unless he's just yeah. trying to be the final push. I don't know, man. It just, <laughs> it just feels. Yeah. The, the you got, just do the thing. This is the, this is the problem that I think that the overall problem I think I have with, with, with Tony Khan 
is so many times it feels like, oh, hey, great, you've set up this thing we all want to happen. Let's do it. And then he just doesn't do it. And uh, like, for example, I mean, I think eventually we're going to get it, but everyone was super ready for Jamie Hayter versus Britt Baker. They just had this trans- transferred the title over to Jamie Hayter and had Britt Baker not have a problem with it at all. And we just moved on. Uh, everyone was super ready for, for, for Daniel Garcia uh, to like to, to turn on Jericho. Uh, and then he didn't. And it was like, no, I'm, I actually still love this guy for no reason. Like <laughs> everyone was super ready. We're still super ready for Keith Lee versus Swerve two years ago. And we still haven't gotten any res- resolution to that. So this is the thing for me is like, if you're, if you don't, unnecessary prolong things when you have an opportunity to do them because Mm -hmm. you never know when they're just like not be able to do them and then two years later we still haven't done them yet yeah uh case in point remember when they uh decided to go ahead and do charlotte and ronda rousey at wrestlemania because you could definitely do ronda and becky the following year yeah yeah Yeah, how'd that work out um we did not yep hey alex uh turns out tony had something up his sleeve yeah apparently did yeah yeah uh, he just announced a segment for this coming Saturday on Collision where Ricky Starks is going to challenge Ricky the Dragon Steamboat to uh-huh. a strap match at All Out. Right. Uh, All, right. All right. Let's go. Why not? I, <laughs> I, I feel like we're probably getting Ricky being like, well, you know, uh, I'm I'm a 70 year old man. I'm not gonna do that. But you know who will? And then he'll bring out somebody. I don't know who sure. it would be, but his champion to face Ricky Starks, which would which will probably be a a good match as well. But I I mean, if we're actually getting Ricky Steamboat versus Ricky Starks in a in a strap match, I mean, good lord, 2023 is the weirdest. Yeah, for sure. Look, the last time I saw Ricky go, which, you know, a few years ago, he still looked in tremendous shape. He still does look like he's in tremendous shape. I bet he could go out there and do something. And the idea of a strap match, I right. mean, that that's something where you can at least hide any deficiencies right. that Steamboat may have in his game at this, you know, day and age. All he's got to do is sell, get whipped and sell, and then whip Ricky and sell. Starks can win the match. No no right. big deal there because he's beating a 70-year-old man. But right. I mean, at least it's a spectacle. At least it's something that it's something for Ricky. At least I think that's a yeah. good backup plan that, that makes yeah. some sense. Whether they go with your angle where somebody comes out and helps him out, but at least it's it's not forgiving, uh, it's not right. punishing Ricky for somebody else's misdoing. Right. He she deserves a spot on the card for sure. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. So hey, good good on you. And uh, they're they're adding uh, some more to this show. It looks like uh, for sure. Uh, did yeah. miss one super chat from uh, Cadillac Carson when we were talking about Tony Storm earlier. Uh, he says, ironically, Tony Storm all caps cannot win the title anytime soon because disheveled Tony Storm. Uh, is the best Tony Storm, and it's true. Yeah, it's and true. honestly, they played hot potato with the title now, you know, so yeah. often. And I don't think Soraya's reign is going to be no, that, no. That my long. my my hope is that uh, is that somehow we get to Willow dethroning mm-hmm. Soraya, uh, and then Willow can can reign for like the rest of 2023, uh, in, a, in maybe into like Revolution before we even think about taking the title off of her because Willow is somebody you build. The, the the women's division around i think yeah. there's some really great stuff there i think it was i want to say it was sp3 or at least somebody who brought it up in one of our shows that we did this past week uh who said they would love it if 
you know, let's say Soraya defends the title this Sunday and she beats Tony Storm. All right. And then she comes out on, on Wednesday and cuts this promo about how it's her division now and nobody she's unstoppable is going to be like a forever reign. Does like the real heel promo. Right. And then Jade Cargill shows back up and destroys her and walks out as the AEW women's champion like that. That might be that, might, that could be good, too. Yeah. So I, yeah. either way, I, I don't see it being very long and it doesn't need to be very long. She got her. She got her moment. Right. She got her moment in the UK. She won. That's all she really needed out of this. Uh, Eddie Kingston was on the show tonight. Thank God. I he love sure Eddie was. Kingston. I love great. Eddie Kingston. He defended his New Japan Pro Wrestling strong open weight title against Wheeler Yuta. There's a great moment in here where Yuta smacks him right across the face, didn't phase him. And then he comes up, just chucks the soul out of that man's body with the sure chop. Does. As much as the story of this match was Wheeler attacking the elbows and the arms because he was really sore from, from all in and stadium stampede, his his chops were on point tonight. He was beating yeah. the hell out of Wheeler Yuta. Uh, when he got any kind of offense in whatsoever, I love the fact that Yuta was kind of kicking his ass there at the end and hitting these yeah. really crisp suplexes, which is really yep. impressive because Eddie's so much bigger than he is. Right. But then it was just Eddie just gutting it out and toughing it and out. And all it took was one good shot. And he had Wheeler looking like, you know, the finish him from Mortal Kombat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he hit him with one more spinning back fist uh, yep. and won the match. And then Claudio, just freaking stoic, man. Eyes yep. focused, yep. walks right by him, doesn't even yep. like mention him like he matters and just picks his boy up and takes him out. I love this tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Eddie Kingston's uh, just amazing. Uh, he coming out with with like his head bandaged, yeah, and like half like two minutes into the screw this, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't need that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, uh, this is fun. I I love the idea of, of Eddie defending the open weight title on Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, he's just just the way he the way he just the way he moves to the ring is always like a, like a power walker. Just he's just 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 <laughs> doing this, and he's dragging the belt behind him. I I, I love the visual of that. Uh, him and, and Yuta, um, uh, Yuta is such a such a fun dude because like he's the little shit in in the group. Yeah. Uh, but he can he can hit really hard. He's just smaller mm -hmm. and younger. Everybody and he's gonna get to that point where he's gonna be one of those guys training with Mox and Claudio and and uh, and Danielson. That is a a cool like a uh, chapter of his career that they'll look back on when he's a multi-time world champion and sure. be like, this is this is what built that. I I, mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, and speaking of Eddie Kingston, if they just want to make it a, a tradition to have spots in like Stadium Stampede or any of these like major kind of chaotic right. matches yes. where he is just bleeding, desperate, and walking down to the ring like the only yeah. way he can kill Michael Myers is by blowing him up. Yes. Like if you just want to keep doing that yeah. and having that yes. spot. Please yeah. make it a tradition. The, <laughs> but, he, but the thing they're they're going in reverse. I mean, I know the second one was a tribute to Terry Funk, but gas can to barbed wire chair. Let's get it back up. I next time a stick of dynamite, a lit stick of dynamite. Come on, let's let's do it. Or Eddie's gonna running. take Eddie's gonna go. He's gonna take you out. He's gonna take the entire arena with him. Let's go. Come on, just like Eddie. a flaming torch like the orc in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yep. Oh, I love it. Uh, keep getting your super chats and your humper chats in, guys. We will uh, read them all throughout the entirety of the show. Andrew H. saying Steamboat, uh, former partner Dustin 
uh, steps in possibly uh, versus Ricky Starks there, Alex. I I mean, that seems like the kind of guy who would enjoy a good old strap match. Sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? I mean, as long as Ricky's going over. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with I'm fine with anybody like that. It's, it, that those are those are a good thing. I like that a lot. Rick, Ricky, I feel like is is uh, especially because he was going to have that great much match with Punk is owed so much here that mm-hmm. let's see where I would I want to see that guy like top of the card type stuff uh, starting in 2024. Yeah, what dude for real 100. percent uh, you want to talk about maximizing about a 30 second uh, little bit here? We get another backstage in it all in. Uh, with MJF and Adam Cole. MJF says he is exhausted. He's going to go to Paris. He's going to get a baguette. He's going to bang some ring rats, and then he's going to meet Adam Cole in Chicago for a deep dish because they have to defend the Ring of Honor Tag Team title Sunday in Chicago at All Out. Uh, We're going to have a battle royal on Rampage, Alex, to determine who their opponents are. Uh, We see who's in the battle royal, uh, the Hardy Boys, 2.0, Dark Order, uh, Best Friends, Aussie Open among them. Do you have a favorite? Who might be facing Adam Cole and uh, MJF this Sunday? I mean, I'm looking at that group, and I'm like, well, the obvious one isn't there, so that's weird. We'll talk more about them in a little bit. Yeah. But, like, Aussie Open, right? Like, getting a rematch, but we just saw that a week ago? Like, that, so Unless you're putting the belts right back on them? I mean. No. Like, best friends? For me, like if you like, if I'm looking at that, if that at that group in in the battle royal, I mean, of of that group, the people that I would like to see like on a on a pay per view in 2023, sorry Hardys, yeah, is is best friends and maybe Butcher and the Blade, like because I love Butcher and the Blade and they deserve at some point to get on a pay per view match, like I wouldn't mind seeing that, but like if you look at like Toa Leona and 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 Bishop Khan, I love those dudes, but they're not. They're not at that level with their with the yeah. storytelling. Right, just dropping a random tag team in there just doesn't make a lot of sense. I love best friends, and I think it'd be kind of cool to see them versus uh, MJF and and Adam Cole. But the kingdom should be in this battle royal and then yeah. win it, so they can have the match against Adam Cole and MJF at All Out because that is the story you are telling. Mm-hmm. The story yep. you are telling is the kingdom eventually at least has has a match, if not beats them for the titles. That is, yeah, the, you know, which, which which makes me think that that's why they're not in it is because they're the team that's going to take the belts off of them. So they're going to yeah. do that maybe a grand slam or a few weeks down the road. Uh, so like best friends off a of stadium stampede makes a ton of sense for them to continue that momentum. Yep. Uh, you just had the Dark Order win a match on Collision last week, so they're, they look refreshed and rejuvenated, and yeah. I, I think that would be a great spot for them as well. But also, if you're Tony Khan and you're trying to put together the biggest show that you can on the last minute, the Hardys are the marquee team there. I would not be surprised to see the Hardys right. win it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just not the same. I, just, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, every time I watch Matt Hardy get up for being on the ground, I just I, my, my hips hurt. And it's just, it's, it's so hard to watch, you know, it's, I don't know, man. And it's not like I, I don't want to watch these guys. I don't think I genuinely feel for their bodies. Yeah. No, no, there. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way with Jeff. Like every time he goes to like Mm -hmm. jump off of something, I'm like, no buddy, you don't need to do it anymore. It's okay. We love you. All right. You don't need to do it anymore. 
Uh, also, TK loves his tournaments. We're getting the Grand Slam Eliminator Tournament. No names announced at this point in time in the show, uh, but we did get uh, one entrant uh, here in a little bit. So the winner of the Grand Slam Eliminator Tournament is going to face MJF for the world title at Grand Slam. Great. Right. Love it. Set up a new competitor. Pretty straightforward. We get Adam Cole coming out to cut a promo. Puts over how special All-In was. Uh, says it wasn't perfect for him, but he'll get his shot at the AEW world title again one day. Says MJF is banged up. His neck is really bothering him, but don't worry. He will be good to go this coming Sunday. And then we get Roddy Strong doing his best uh, streetcar name, Desire, screaming Adam over and over again, which I think... The reason he did it three times is because the first two came in out over the TV, but not out over the audience. If I think yeah. that's what my professional broadcasting ears told me right. on that one, because Adam yes. was just looking straight at the camera like, OK, yeah. I know Roddy's supposed to come out. And he but yeah. we just get the Stanley Adam over and over yes. again. Yeah, uh, he's flanked by Mike Bennett and Matt Tevin. I actually liked the kingdom when they tried to cut down adam cole here i thought they both cut two good promos um basically painting adam as this dude who uses his friends to advance his own career and then basically forgets about him i think that is a really strong story that you know you could bring some real life elements into that they can really lean into and they had me alex and then we go back to like jealous stalker boy Roderick Strong, who's sitting here going, No, no, I cannot accept MJF as your best friend. Like, I maybe I'm wrong on this, but I don't feel like grown adults have these feelings. Like, this reminds me of when I was in college and all of my best friends turned 21 before me and they were all going out to bars and hanging out with new uh-huh. friends. And I'm just like, All right, screw me, I guess. I'm just going to sit over here and I hate you guys because I can't go to, and then, you know, Eight months right. later, I turned 21 and I'm in there with him. So, like, I feel like it's it's kind of juvenile to play off of that storyline when you have this other one, to me anyway, that's so much better that you could lean into. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I still, I, I think that there's, I don't know. I think that a lot of it could have, could have been solved for me of, of him, like, of Adam Cole being like, uh, but you don't want to enter this tournament. Your neck, think of your neck, Roddy. And, uh, and, uh, oh, my neck, you think my neck, my, my neck really hurts. Uh, and then him ripping it off, like maybe after like a clothesline or something to Adam ripping it off. Like I've been cleared for weeks. I just, I, I thought maybe you would actually be concerned about me if I wore this thing, but sure, now man. I see the only reason you're actually concerned about me now is because of your, of your, of your friend, uh, MJF. Uh, I, I said this. On the post uh, all in show that Kate and I did, um, I, I I don't have any attachment to the kingdom. You know, like if you told me this whole thing was revolving around Adam Cole versus Roddy and Kyle O'Reilly, mm. like because that's that's what that's the thing that I am attached to the undisputed mm-hmm. era of 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 Adam Cole and Roddy and Kyle O'Reilly. And now this new friend of MJF and Adam Cole having to choose between that. Now, that being said, I thought that both Taven and Mike Bennett did a fantastic job with their with their promos leading out why they feel this way about uh, about Adam Cole. But I still don't have that innate 
connection to them because I, I wasn't watching ROH at the time that they were doing that stuff. So I, um, I like, um, I like the idea of Roddy just now being unleashed into this tournament and winning all of those matches and, 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 and Roddy strong versus MJF and Roddy pissed off. That's a that's good. That would be a great match at all. Sure. I don't I don't know if he's going to win the tournament, but um, but I I love the idea of it just solely by itself. Yeah, I think he's like, well, he's the only guy we know who's in it. So, right. He's the favorite by default. But I feel like whoever's in it at this point until I see the bracket, I think he's got to be considered the favorite because that that's the story. Uh, that they're telling right now. Um, let's see. Jake Nile uh, with a super chat saying clarification. Uh, Starks is going to uh, all out to challenge Steamboat, meaning someone else will probably accept. I I don't know because I'm still looking at Tony Khan's tweet that says that Saturday night on Collision, Ricky's going to be there to challenge the Dragon uh, to a strap match this Sunday. That's the last tweet that I saw from TK. So I don't know if you saw something else, uh, but that's just what I'm going off of is what Tony Khan's latest tweet uh, said. Uh, Bizarro Big L with a humper chat. Thank you very much. That's sup, guys. Uh, putting my Bizarro theory out there, how OC would retain. Say best friends and Eddie can deal with the Blackpool Combat Club, but who can stop a curse nutshot from Danhausen, a long shot, but then again, we get things uh, like uh, you know, the Pats cutting every QB except for Mac Jones. <laughs> Good idea. I'd love to see Danhausen back, and and maybe that is you know possibly he plays uh, a role in it. I I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. I don't know if it's needed, but if Danhausen wanted to show up at all out and you know he's back and he's healthy, I'm I'm not going to be mad at it. That's no, for sure. not at all. Yeah, and if he wants to, you know kick moxley in the nuts or punch him right in the in the junk sure let's let's go for it i'm i'm 100 on it mm-hmm. uh scott tilden with a super chat thank you very much says long-term storytelling elite versus the kingdom with adam cole he says or hmm. versus bullet club gold uh either way he's I mean, there's, he's there's a the, the thing about adam cole is that um he is the potential um a stable mate of so many different sure, groups yeah. and everybody fighting over the services of Adam Cole who just wants to hang out with his best buddy MJF mm-hmm. is an interesting little idea but uh, I mean there's a lot of stuff left to be left to be done here that's that's the thing about Adam Cole being with AEW long term there's so many connections that you can do over the next couple of years so many feuds you can run because of that sure. all, all of those connections yeah, 100 percent. I got one more uh, quick message here from our good friend, Sean Rossap. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up with BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But how about this? No awkward in-person visits. No trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you. Your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps to give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top. 
you know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. Thank you so much, Sean. And uh, just got a uh, a tweet from uh, Kim Gray, says her and her son are watching us right now on Fightful YouTube channel. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. Um, We appreciate everybody who's tuning in so far. Uh, Give us a thumbs up on this video. Get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. Uh, We will make sure to uh, read them all before we go off the air tonight. Got a few uh, things we got to get to first, though. We got the women's trios action tonight. Uh, Statlander, Sheeta, and the DMD going up against Nyla Rose, Emery Sakura, and Marina Shafir. Uh, pretty good match here, Alex. They got a, a little bit of time. They got about eight minutes, which seems to be standard for the ladies these days. Uh-huh. Dr. Britt yeah. and Sheeta, they're having some issues here uh, with friendly fire. And I do like this part of the story where they're both baby faces. They both want to like each other. They're both be, be on the same page. But they ain't vibing. They ain't mixing. And, you know, Sheeta ends up getting hit with a super kick here. And that leaves Chris Statlander basically in the ring to defend herself. And then she just goes full badass and takes out everybody, does a dive to the outside. She beats uh, Marina with Wednesday Night Fever. But then we get, as she's holding up her TBS championship, we get Ruby who comes out, gives her the chop block, takes out the knee, which is just terrific heel-level stuff considering her uh, her injury history. She grabs the TBS title. Looks like she's stealing it, but she just holds it up on the ramp and then and then lays it down. So at least they didn't repeat the whole stealing yeah. the TBS title. Uh, angle, I was worried I thought, for a second. I was too. I thought I was like, we saw this already, guys. Don't repeat it, please. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, mixing it all up. And then once again, setting up Statlander, Sheeta, and, and Dr. Britt this Saturday, which I guess could possibly, if you're going to lean into the miscommunication between Britt and Sheeta, that's a one-on-one matchup you could also set up uh, for All Out as well, if you wanted to. Yeah, if you wanted to, and I don't feel like they wanted to. Uh, like Tony Miller has a has a, a super chat here saying Tony needs to stop treating the women's match like it's a stipulation match, like a cage match. Yeah, uh, you can have more than one a night. Uh, it does feel like it is the the special attraction. Yep. And here come the ladies. Like it's and that's that's what it feels like, and it and it shouldn't. It really shouldn't. When they 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 did not. At least I didn't see them promote this match during the show. Like they wow. came out to have the match, and I was like, "Oh, we so we are getting women's match." They didn't even promote it during the show. So, um, yeah, an eight minutes for a six-person tag is not quite enough for everybody to get their shit in, is it? <laughs> so, no. you know, it, it's just it's. I listen. I love Satlander just deciding I'm gonna just go ahead and win this whole thing by myself. Yeah, with the with the giant cross block and uh and her finisher uh on Shafir, um that they should be running the story right now of Satlander has never beaten Ruby. Mm. So yeah, there's your story, you know, like that's that should be a, a bigger a, a bigger thing here. It just feels like we need to get one of the outcasts didn't get on the all in card, so we're giving her the title match for it all out versus the other championship. Whereas you were they were doing a really interesting thing, I thought, with the TBS title revolving around Mercedes, Willow, Diamante, and all those women who were doing stuff for weeks on collision, they're not anywhere near the card. We're not going to talk. 
but but because Ruby says I want a shot at your title, she gets one. I thought when she when she made that call out, they were going to add her to it. So it was gonna be like um Chris was gonna get her own fatal four-way defense mm-hmm. versus Mercedes and Willow and Ruby, and that yeah. you could really interest me in because honestly, there there's a lot of potential there for people to pin each other and become champion uh that that you wouldn't expect. But I don't believe that that Ruby Fazoho is going to beat Chris Statlander at All Out. So it, it does feel like the one women's match we got on All Out feels like it's going to get about nine and a half minutes and be a foregone conclusion. The ladies will have that will do everything they can to tear it up and have a great match. But that's that's some things are beyond their control. It's the booking that does it. Yep. And I was going to say, as far as like, you can, as far as like Rampage or uh, Collision or, you know, or Dynamite, you can pretty much set your watch to it. Uh, it's 15 minutes past the hour. Must be time for the women's match. Like almost yeah. every single week, it's that 15 to 20 minute time slot. It's just boom. There it goes. It's going to be right there. But yeah, I, I do like, I did like also that uh, Chris Statlander basically went, you know, Nelson Muntz in that episode where he's on, he's the football, he's, he's the quarterback of the football team. And yep. he's like, ah, screw it. And he just, he like picks up, I think he, oh, uh, Millhouse and he just starts like punching him around and blocking everybody and taking it. That was basically what Chris Statlander did. Tonight. Yep. We got a ribbon cutting ceremony tonight, Alex, uh, the yep. acclaimed introducing new trios titles. They went from Oppenheimer to Barbie here, Alex, as they, they go from the uh, black strap to the pink strap, complete with scissor me action uh, on the end of the, uh, the the belts there, which I thought was a nice little touch. And honestly, just a um, just a tip of the cap to the acclaimed, who this time last year, like we're sitting here trying to like whenever they started this whole thing with Billy Gunn, like they could not even get the term scissor like on the air because Tony was so afraid of it. And now we have custom championship belts that, that scissor. will scissor. Yeah. That's remarkable. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved it. And honestly, I loved a lot of this segment um, with Max thanking the Chicago crowd for lifting them up because they had that great match last year at all out against Keith Lee and, and swerve. And that was a pro acclaimed crowd from the get go. I mean, Keith right. Lee and, and swerve were it was a baby face versus baby face match. But I mean, I was there, that arena was ready for the acclaimed to win right. it. And I don't. And without that kind of crowd reaction, I don't yeah. know if they win nope. the titles three weeks later. So no, him thanking the Chicago crowd tonight, I thought was an was a nice touch. Yeah, it was that was a nice touch. Uh, the ribbon cutting was fun. The pink belts are are a fun little deal for them too. I mean, it it is it does feel to me. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge uh, House of Black fan, so I still feel like there was a lot left on the table for those guys mm-hmm. to do. It felt like it that their their reign kind of like just got cut short by this story they wanted to tell with Billy Gunn almost retiring and, and mm-hmm. then uh, achieving uh, gold, which is a great story. I just wish it hadn't happened at the expense of House of Black. Um, so we'll see what they're going to do with House of Black from, from now on. Uh, is, is Malachi going after singles gold? Or are they going to... Uh, like, you want to show me Kings of the Black Throne? 
versus FTR, I'll take it any day of the week. It, it, they put like uh, also, I I love. I don't know what you call it when um, when uh, Buddy Matthews and and Brody King uh, team together, but that's that's a tag team I'll watch anytime. Those guys are amazing together. Uh, I love this trio. Now it becomes okay. So what is our trios division? look like because the elite are doing something else death triangle isn't isn't a thing right now we there's uh, stuff to do here so if it's just the acclaimed um coming out and and they're having a match on collision versus yeah. a daddy magic and Ange and uh dana garcia which will be fun but if is it just going to be that every week where they come out do a rap have a match that you don't think for a second they're going to lose Correct, yeah. and just do that for like few, a few months because that to me is a drastic step down for the trios division because, sure. because the house of black and their, the house rules thing where we will, we will accept anyone to, ch to challenge us and you get to pick a stipulation that, mm -hmm. that helps you out. That's mm -hmm. how confident we are. I thought you could have run that for six, eight months and it just it petered out, and that's why I think about there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't feel like it gets the right kind of attention that it needed. Yeah, um, they look they really did lean into everything with with Billy Gunn, and I I as as over as the the team is, and I appreciate that. I do agree with you that they had a lot more room to work with, and unfortunately, I think Brody King came out of all out or excuse me all in injured. Uh, he he injured his hand at, at some point. Yeah. Uh, I know there was some reporting that said that he got pissed off after the punk thing and maybe punched something backstage, but he actually, I believe it was Sean who reported on five to select again, just $5 uh, that he hurt his hand in the match. So we'll see yeah. how long he's out, but look, you can have them go for tag team titles. I would love it. If every single one of house of black went after the singles titles, like give me house yeah. of black, like at some point reigning with Malachi as AEW world champion, love buddy it. Matthews is the international champion and Brody King is a TNT champion. Like, yeah, inject that into my veins like yeah. just because they're a group much like you know like i never understood why wwe never let new day go after singles gold as long yeah. as they were together it didn't make any right. sense to me that they were just constantly be like they're also individuals they're just friends yeah. it's not a hard concept to, to, right. to wrap your mind around but for some reason yeah. sometimes it is so i'd love to see house of black um you know go after singles gold or alex we can just get uh, the big rematch sometime down the road, whenever Brody is ready, the house of right. black versus the house of ass. Uh, yeah. Parker Hines saying house of ass is, uh, is too funny. Uh, I did like that. That, that absolutely did make me chuckle uh, tonight. Yeah. Uh, missed one, uh, missed one super chat earlier when we were talking about the ladies, Koi uh, Stalling saying maybe Thunder Rosa returns this week. Uh, man, I feel like the Thunder Rosa thing is like, we're playing a guessing game here at this point. I know she's, she's training now. She's yeah. getting help. Let's just get healthy, get cleared. Don't yeah, rush anything back. Yep. Whenever she's, I'm not going to sit here and try to guess uh, on, on that one. I'll just, I'll just be happy and smiling whenever she does uh, come back. Uh, Jordan Scott with a super chat saying, uh, I need Roosh's group uh, to challenge the acclaim. Um, and Luis adding uh, add Andrade into the mix as well. I mean, look, there you you got that's a big I, roster. Just develop yeah, some trios and get them going. It did feel like that's what they were building to with uh, House of Black when they were doing that whole pro protracted, very long thing with Andrade. That we were going to like fold in Andrade with his buddies and then go after the the trios titles there. But nope, apparently not. Uh, one final thing uh, that I missed. 
We are getting Shane Taylor versus Samoa Joe at All Out for the Ring of Honor TV title. Great. Sign me up. Like anytime uh, the, the the video package they they played for Shane Taylor for people who aren't familiar with his work really put him over yeah. as like oh this like Samoa Joe can't manhandle this dude. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. if you watched Samoa Joe versus Punk at, at All In, you were like, well, P- Samoa Joe's just gonna swing this dude I- into the facing of the of the announce desk. Like he he could not be less bothered. By 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 punk strikes or anything, but you see Shane Taylor and you go, well, that's a different kind of match. That's interesting to me. However, it is an ROH title, and we yeah. haven't seen Shane Taylor on AEW programming like like maybe once or twice. Yeah. So it does feel like there's two two minds, but I think the match is going to kick all kinds of ass. Yeah. Look, Samoa Joe is my favorite dude to watch wrestle right now. He is just in his element. And knowing, like, literally, knowing everything that went on, or at least allegedly knowing everything that went on backstage with Punk apparently threatening to quit at one point, and he's screaming at Tony Khan, and he's fighting with other dudes, and Samoa Joe's just, like, trying to play peacekeeper and set everything up. And they're all, like, according to, to Sean's report, they're talking about switching matches up and, ironically, putting the elite out first, and they're trying to change pyro around and everything yeah. like that. For Samoa Joe to just be able to go out there after all that and then put on the performance that he did in that match yeah, where he was not sorry, punk. He was the star of that match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Nobody like th- there's very few people on this planet who tell a story in the ring with their yeah, facial we- expressions right now that are doing it on a semi-regular basis. than Samoa yeah. Joe, this is a guy you talk about anytime punk messes up. TK goes yeah. to John Moxley. Lean into Samoa Joe more. Like, yeah. I know he's 40-whatever. Don't care, man. He looks no, great. He looks so great. Good. Use yeah. him. Use yeah. him. He's amazing. God, I love that, man. So dang much. Um, One final one from uh, Tom LaValle saying, I don't know. I'm excited for uh, Ring of Honor Presents All Out uh, on Sunday. Look, man, this, this is what we said. And maybe... The fact that they're running this back again next year. Yeah. Al, yeah. Because they're going to do all in it at Wembley again the That's week before idea. all out. I mean, Tony's doubling down on it. So, look, maybe he sees where, you know, his his error of his ways and certain things is setting up the card. Maybe he does a better job of setting things up better next year. But also, yeah. he's had injuries and he's had another punk thing. So, it seems like every time there's a huge major show and it's a huge history-making moment, Tony yeah. Khan just gets like – wrenches chucked at him (laughs) left and right and he's got to dock him and dock him it's It's true so the man's done a great job of handling the obstacles when they're thrown his way uh if 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 nothing else as far as like putting cards together uh any final thoughts concerns questions there alex and if not where Uh, can people find your stuff uh i just wanted to mention the the callus and takesha segment um Mm, with mm. uh with with Callis like basically using a touch screen to show him where all the all the bad parts of Kenny yeah. is, and there were a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but but Takeshita, Takeshita and Kenny, I think like it does feel like it's one of those things that Sneaky has gets the most time on the card, and just those two guys, ab- they have a match that like out of. Uh, everyone's kind of anticipating it, but not as much as I thought they would be when Takeshita turned on Kenny. I thought everyone was like, we were, we're going to build to this eventual singles match that is going to tear the house down. 
And I still think the match is going to tear the house down, but they didn't build to it in the way that I thought they were going to. Um, I think this is this is a sneaky contender for like match of the year type type uh, buzz <laughs> because Kenny Omega is is still one of the best in the world. And I think this could be Takeshita's coming out party. Where like we look back at this match where we go, oh yeah, we could see it before, but there's no doubt this yeah. guy is going to be one of the absolute best in the world. And I I I I think that that this could be it. One final super chat here. Thank you, uh, Broadway Joe. All out. I think would have benefited from the takeover model. Five to six matches. Super focused. Says this card feels a little disorganized i i think that's a good way of of putting it it seems slopped together like okay well we'll pull this from ring of honor here we'll mix this match this over here and boom we have a 10 match card and and we're ready to rock and roll right. so maybe just kind of lean into your best stuff and and right there's nothing wrong with a six to even a six no. seven match card nothing wrong with it i i, I think that you could e you could easily build all out throughout the whole summer and and like you could, we're telling the story, the story that you're excited about. You're going to get to see it on All Out, along with four other stories we've been building all summer. All In can feel like this giant celebration of wrestling with a bunch of dream matches, but the story-based thing can be All Out with like five or six things that we're really looking forward to. Those people have All In off, so they don't come in banged up, mm -hmm. so we don't lose somebody to an injury or yeah. to, I don't know, a fight backstage. And like, and then we can just have that being something we built to all summer. Sure. I think you could do that, but I don't know if that's what they're going to plan on doing. All right, Alex, fun as always. Uh, where can people follow you? You can find me on The X at uh, Alex Sourgraps. Uh, and uh, this this weekend, we got. Um, I'm going to do a, a rampage watch along while talking about whatever happens on SmackDown. Then payback, uh, post payback. And we're also probably talking about what happens on Collision. Me and Kate will do that. Then we're going to do All Out on Sunday. Right back again Monday. Talk about uh, the post uh, payback fallout on Raw. Tuesdays, we got the NXT show. Wednesday, right back here with Sean. Uh, it's going to be one of those uh, seven shows i think in six days for me stretch so got, gotta 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 take my zinc all right everybody uh study that there's going to be a pop quiz tomorrow uh and then uh myself you can follow me on uh twitter or x whatever the hell they call it now uh at rick uchino uh r-i-c-k-u-c-c-h-i-n-o uh got the believe in pro wrestling podcast channel that i do with sp3 that's spelled b-l-e-a-v would appreciate a subscription over there we go live every tuesday at 2 p.m uh which we'll be back doing that live uh this coming tuesday also going to do a massive um all-in payback prediction show with Graham Matthews, a bleacher report that's going to be coming out on Friday. Uh, and then of course, right here on Fifel's YouTube channel, the collision post show with uh, Iridian Fierro and Cresta, the star, the two stars of the show. I'm there as well. Um, that is every Saturday at 10, 10, unless it's like this Saturday when there's payback going on at the same time. So there's actually going to be, it's going to be a delayed show. I believe Cresta is going to be doing it. Uh, I don't know with who, but it's going to be on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. And uh, Iridian won't be there because she's going to be in Chicago. I'm going to try to call in as I'm driving from Pittsburgh to Chicago because <laughs> I'm a freaking maniac. Uh, but either way, we will we will be there. 
we will have collision covered for you. We appreciate the support. Make sure to give this video a thumbs up. Make sure to subscribe to the Fightful YouTube channel and subscribe to Fightful Select. $5 for all the best scoops and all of Sean's great work. Make Sean's birthday a happy one by subscribing to Fightful Select. Alex, been a blast as always. Good, sir. Sean should Absolutely. be back next week. Take care, everybody.